right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B, and I'm fired up today, man. Today, we got one of the coolest, most authentic, righteous car cats on earth. Like, <laughs> this guy, man, I'm telling you, is absolutely nuts. I'm looking forward to it, man. So, uh, it's all presented by your friends at carparts.com. And, Kevin, I, uh, I know you probably uh, have known our boy Scrape for uh, for years and uh, probably shared in some of the last and, and hysterical times with him as well. Uh, for me, man, this guy, is a, he's a knucklehead buddy of mine, and I'm, I'm, I'm stoked that we have him on. Oh, this is going to be fun, man. You can't be hanging around Scrape without having a good time. If, if you're not, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> you just need to walk away, right? You're not part of this group. It's absolutely impossible. <laughs> Uh, now you probably seen some of his, you know, his righteous rides that he's always got at SEMA, right? I mean, oh, the guy has man. got some unbelievable cars. Yeah. Talk about a car guy that, uh, you can have fun with and a car guy that's got some pretty wicked cars, you yeah. know? And it seems like every time I turn around, there's something new in the collection, you know? Uh, yeah. as kids are getting older, you know, so even if it's not just some wicked street ride, it's, it's side by sides and all kinds of fun having gear, you know? Yeah, man. Have you ever known a car guy that will see a car? You know, he's out on a Saturday or Sunday morning, right? And he's just driving by, doing, started running an errand. And then, flip, you see a car over here at the donut shop or at an auto parts store, or whatever. You're like, damn, that's a righteous looking wagon. I might have to go over there and make an offer on that bitch. And then, sure enough, run over there and grab. Like, those are those car type people I love, man. Cause you just, I don't care if it's in a backyard, if it's at a car meet, if it's at some store, they're not afraid to run up on you and offer you something for your car. <laughs> you know, I want to be one of those guys, but maybe <laughs> I need to put a little bit more, you know, money in my bank account so I can just throw it, you know? But it, it'd be cool just walk up and go, you know what? That looks cool to me right now. And I want to figure out if I can get it. But the great thing about Scrape is he buys cars like we do, cuz, on the down low and the cheap. Like, yeah. he'll take what normally is a family looking car, flip it, trig it, throw an LS in it, turbo this, turbo that, put some bucket seats, a roll bar, uh, and some seat belts for his kids and let it straight eat. Like, he's that type guy, uh, always looking for the next project. Oh, yeah. He can take an old 63, 64 wagon, just like you said, man, and turn it into something wicked. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, I, I got to tell you, one of my best memories with this guy is very few people I know would be up for an idea like drifting big wheels down one of the curviest, nastiest mountains <laughs> in Colorado. Was he with you on that? <laughs> we have a uh, <laughs> we, 
we have a, a hill here called Lookout Mountain Hill. And it's like, you know, it's barely two lanes. And it is just switchback after switchback after switchback. And the speed limit is hard to do downhill, especially when you want an adult-sized big wheel. But me, him, <laughs> uh, and a couple other people uh, have, have absolutely taken full-size grown-ass big wheels and just ripped them down the side of a mountain. <laughs> uh, was that the same day that the cops pulled you over? Um, you know, I, I think that was the second time. I don't think the cops pulled us over on that time. We just got kicked out. Uh, we got asked not to come. Actually, it may have been time. I've been pulled over, I think, a couple times with scrapes. So maybe that's, that's one of them. Uh, but, uh, I didn't mean to open a sore area there. <laughs> I think that was the first time I did it with, uh, with a couple of my friends. Uh, but literally, this guy is up for anything, everything when it comes to cars. So I, I can't wait to chat with him, open the conversation on not just being a car enthusiast, but you know, taking something that he believed the market needed – and presenting a really wicked solution for it. Like, not only is he a car guy, he eats it, lives it, breathes it, but here's also a guy that saw an opening and has an entrepreneur spirit, um, and you'll find out just how much here in just a few uh, when the stories go back to tap out and everything that he's done. But, you know, he saw a market for performance ex exhaust, and I got to tell you, man, they went after it, and they got aggressive with it, and they really making some big power now. I want some great sounds. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some pretty wicked rides with their exhaust on it, man. They sound nasty. Sound cool, yeah. and they got a whole lineup, too. So we'll, we'll get into some of those details because uh, that's a pretty cool uh, product line. But maybe we should have a little bit of fun, a little bit of background. Um, yes. You know, get ourselves into a break, come back on the other side with some good laughs, some good stories. Now, as far as that big wheel, man, I, I know I remember seeing some videos a while back. I don't know if it was on your phone. Can people see that on YouTube or is that classified? I think you can see it on YouTube. Um, if not, I'll put it up there. But yeah, there's there's a few big wheel races of uh, me on that same mountain uh, and definitely one or two with, with Scrape. <laughs> yeah, you, you were saying hill before and I remember the videos and I'm like, no, this is Colorado, man. That's a mountain. <laughs> Go down a mountain on a men's big wheel. Yeah, it's it's lookout mountain hill, which is you know kind of a hyperbole. It ain't no hill, man. This thing is about eleven miles of straight switchbacks, and it's wicked. What uh, kind of top speed do you think you guys got? Oh, when I did get that ticket, man, it, I think the speed limit is fifteen or twenty, and I was doing thirty-six or something like that. So you could absolutely haul ass on a big wheel. Yeah, thirty-six yeah. on a big wheel. Just ain't no wrap joke. your brain around that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't peddling, you praying. All right, we're back after the break. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. See you in a second. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. It's presented by carparts.com. I'm telling you guys, simple, easy, smartest way to get car parts dropped right to your back door, front door, garage door. Uh, and I'm telling you, if you know you're making model, you're good to go, right, Kev? Yeah, man. It's simple. Mobile experience. Whether you're on your phone, whether you're on your laptop, it doesn't matter where you are. Beep, 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 beep. Right? You pick it out. The parts are going to your door. There's no running around town going from store to store. Who's got this? Who's got that? Waiting for them to get it from the warehouse. It's at your door. Ready for you to do the work and have some fun. Yeah, man. All right. Speaking about having fun, this guy is all about it. Our boy Scrape joins the Two Guys Garage podcast. Mr. Scrape. In the house. How the hell are you, my friend? Oh, I'm good. It's great to chat with you, bro. I'm good, fellas. How are you guys? Couldn't be better, man. Couldn't be better. We're just talking, uh, you know, we are gearing up for spring and summer 
and all the fun times that go along with it, man. I, I, you got to be getting pumped up uh, for the good weather. Uh, you know, COVID's getting behind us, so everybody's ready to fire up the toys, the, the hot rods, get to the shows, do events, see other people. Uh, so this is some good times we're uh, heading into here. Yeah, man, it's crazy. You know, it's, it's everything was locked down for a while, and then uh, luckily around here, um, a, a big one-day car cruise show kind of popped up called the Quarantine Cruise. Uh, a couple guys just there was a guy that was out just on uh, downtown Main Street, Huntington Beach, just trying, taking pictures and videos for his social media. And he'd see a lot of the same cars going by. So they kind of got together and put together that quarantine cruise. And it was like once a month and it got to about 3000 cars once a month. They would meet up at one spot, have a cruise route destination to another spot. So we had that. So it, it kept the you know, the juice is flowing as far as getting out and seeing the cars. I don't have to look at my own stuff all the time. But um, but now we're getting back into things open up and I'll be out in Vegas this weekend for uh, Holly LS Fest West. Um, that, you know, they skipped it last year because of the whole COVID thing. And uh, so shows, I think, are starting to get back in the full swing, it looks like. Yeah, man, that Holly LS Fest, I go to the one in, I've gone to the one in, uh, in Bowling Green before. I'll tell you, man, that that is a crazy cool festival. Uh, and the fairgrounds, the where they, where they hold it in Kentucky, it's a drag strip, but it's got a it's got like kid rides and amusement park to it. It's absolutely, <laughs> it's unreal, man. It's one of the coolest things ever. Uh, they brought it out west, and it's a big event out there as well. Do, do most of the cars and rides you have ha- have that LS based power plant? Because I know you got a lot of cars, man. Reel them off to us. You got a you got a. a uh, an arsenal of some yeah. wicked rides yeah i seem to the ls kind of seems to be my my go-to i'm i'm kind of just naturally more of a chevy guy i mean i got some fords i got a 63 63 and a half ford galaxy uh i got a 63 ford galaxy wagon i got i got some other stuff but but mostly chevys you know bel airs 55s and and yeah, 55 sick dude yeah, I got, you know, so it's, it's I've kind of leaned towards that. And, and a while back, I must have been 15 years ago or so, I, I took a, I had a Chevelle that I used to drag race. It was a, a little nasty 406 small block. I took, I, I sold the Chevelle, took the engine and kind of detuned it to put it in a Nova I had. And I spent, man, I must have spent eight or nine grand just, just, you know, redoing the heads and going through it all. And I and then I found out about the whole LS situation. I was like, man, I could I could buy an LS and have it drive. You know, the, the reliability, the drivability, and all that is is a hundred percent better. So I, and, and the price is pretty close. So I was like, man, you know what? I'm just gonna keep start doing this LS thing. So I've gotten into big inch LSs, the 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 LSX 454s, and yeah, you know what I mean. So I, I, that's kind of where I've stuck. Oh, well, it's hard not to, man. I mean. Uh... I grew up a Chevy kid, but you know I've been a Ford for twenty years. So there's a lot of blue blood running in me. But I gotta admit that that LS is a sweet setup, you know. And yeah, you can go. Oh, everybody's got one, but who cares? Everybody's got one because they are badass, right? And they're right. simple. They're straightforward. <laughs> they make great power. You can put them in anything, you know. Yeah, I've got I've got uh, like I said the fifty fives. I got two fifty fives that I put the LSX four fifty fours in. I work with GM on them. Uh, oh, that's a good combo. 2009 right or 10, I think it was. I built that first 55 for SEMA. Um, and and like I said, the drivability, the horsepower, right? So those LSX 454s, I mean, they're putting down like, I think I put 580 to the wheels uh, on them. And I just shipped, I shipped the, the my two-door 55 to Oakland, I'm in California. 
I shipped the 55. I shipped it to Oklahoma and then I flew out there and drove it all the way back to a, to an event in Arizona and then drove it home. But I mean, it was 1300 miles in, in three days, uh, mostly freeway driving. You know, I got a, it's got a five speed in it. So I'm on the freeway doing 80, getting 25 miles a gallon, but I put my foot in it and it'll blow the tires off in third gear. So it's nuts to have that. Yeah. But you're doing that in a 55 Chevy, this badass the lines. Yeah, cause this with, nasty. Yeah, with three fifteens on the back, you know, just yeah. and, and hauling ass down. You know, it, it, you can't beat it. It's hard to beat. It's it's not like you're in a you know you're in a Toyota or a regular Honda or some other GM or anything else. You're gonna see fifteen thirty of on the way to work. You know, you're in a five five Chevy, man. Classic lines personality. There's something nostalgic about those tri fives. Yeah. I got a fifty seven. I freaking love it. So yeah, man, that's the thing I like about you. The modern drivability, efficiency, and power performance. Right? And you slap them, slam them, and all kinds of old school rides. It's just cool, man. Tell us about your fascination uh, on wagons. A lot of people wouldn't believe the number of wagons you had your hands in, man. Some really cool man, ones. I, I don't know where it's, I don't know how it started, but actually my first car, I always say my 64 Nova wagon was my first car, but it's kind of because I was, that was my second car, but I was in, I was kind of embarrassed to say my first car, real first car, was a 67 VW Squareback. Okay. So, I mean, it was a wagon, but it was VW. So, you know, the, the actual car guys back then were like, oh, that's not really a car. <laughs> you know, the, the hot rod guys. But I was like, I had a 1932, you know, built engine, built, you know, it was it was badass. Um, that was my first real car. So. I don't know, man. I just, I just liked, I liked the wagons. Somehow I picked up that 64 Nova wagon after the, the, the square back I totaled and I put a little 383 in it and I kind of raced it around streets. I didn't really drag race, but just around town, you know, some street racing. Um, and that car got totaled also, but that kind of sparked my interest because I was doing some drag racing and the wagons, even sedans. I love, uh, post cars because of that, because, because of drag racing. The post car and the wagon were stiffer. The chassis were stiffer because of the posts. So it kind of just stuck and and the, the wagon thing. And then I had kids. I had I had a, our oldest daughter. So I she, you know, I, it was like, oh, she got I gotta put her in the back seat. It's easier for her to get in if it's a wagon, because the second door, but you don't want to you don't <laughs> want a four-door that's not a wagon because that's not cool. So it just kind of stuck with the wagons. <laughs> <laughs> man i'm with you on the wagon dude I, i've always loved the wagon some of the old chevy wagons i mean you name it uh there's so many cool the nomads uh but i have just never been able to sell my wife on a wagon and every time i see a cool wagon i'll be like honey check it out cool wagon we're gonna get one like that and she's like <laughs> oh, no cool nowadays man I, yeah. i'm with you man i'm all about it but every time i think that's the wagon that she's gonna like that's the wagon i'm gonna get approval on never See, here's what you got to do, Kevin Bird. You just got to buy it, bring it home, and then you're stuck with it. Be like, babe, nobody, I can't sell it. Exactly. I, I can't sell it. It's a wagon. No one's going to buy a wagon. I'm the only one dumb enough. As soon as I figure out how to get more space, yep, I'm getting <laughs> wagon. Yep. Hey, it doesn't matter, man. You can take the ugliest wagon. The Country Squire wagon is popping nowadays, man. It's yep. popping like crazy. They're bringing big prices on a Country Square. It's like it's like a old-timey lemonade commercial, man. It's, uh, but they're bringing big money. <laughs> Old cars are just so hard to come by now that, that the wagons kind of had to become cool. So people bought them like me. You know, I bought a 67 Nova wagon and made it a full pro touring yeah, road race car just, just because it was different, really. Put four aluminum Kirky seats in it, fully caged, turbo LS, 
now it's supercharged, but man, it's, you know, just doing stuff different is kind of how those things, how, how it kind of became well, cool. I was just going to be, yeah, I was just going to say like, um, you know, we're getting into more and more where we're probably heading in the direction where there's only so much, uh, you can do from a mission standpoint, you know, post 73 or whatever. Uh, so a lot of those old cars you want to grab because you can do whatever you want. Uh, and they weren't always cool because, you know, if we go back in history, right, the thing to do was to restore cars. And we've gotten now in the last 10, 15, 20 years, just so much different flair, so many different styles, right? And I think a lot more people have skills to just go start cutting things up and moving it around. And, you know, so now you can just create all kinds of really neat stuff. It's not like you got like in stock form, you know, one of the ugly but ugly's cars. cool, man. Yeah, you take an ugly ugly's car cool. and you make it cool. Yeah, but with stance, yeah. you know, with suspension setups, with wheels, all of a sudden, ugly can be cool pretty easily, right? And the patina, I think that's yeah. where the patina stuff started coming in a couple of years yeah. ago because you're finding those those quote-unquote barn finds and it's cool to leave it. Oh, I'm not, or or the people that didn't have enough money to, to pay for a $10,000, $20,000 paint job, they're like, well, you know what? I'm going to put it like this and put all the modern drivetrain in it and leave it original. And then the patina all of a sudden now is crazy expensive. Yeah, man. People be trying to get their car with a <laughs> lemonade look. <laughs> uh, hey, you know, I, I got to ask you, dude, you, you've been successful through hard work, man. Um, I always tell people the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. Uh, all your life, man, you've been about that hustle. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Scrapers had amazing past, you know, from the tap out days uh, to all the UFC stuff that you were plugged into. And now to, you know, all your, you know, your sort of tentacles in the world of performance, cars, automotive and all things like that, man. You ever sit back and just think about your ride, cuz, and, you know, all the all the craziness that ensues, the laughs that have been plugged in, in into it and just like, my God, man, what an experience. Yeah, I mean. I've been blessed, man. It's 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 crazy to sit back and, and think about that stuff. The life I've I've led, you know, uh, the hard work thing. I mean, my dad, man, my dad's been successful. He's he's 65 and he's still he's working six days a week. Um, he's, he's a bowler. So he bowls three to four nights a week. Hey, I still so. got that small block I bought from him. because. <laughs> oh, that's right. The 340, yeah, yeah. I think, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so so it's just it's just in me, you know, my my. My whole family's, uh, you know, the entrepreneur word gets thrown around a lot these days, you know, but we just work, you know what I mean? Yeah, hey, man. T tell everybody your history with Tap Out. You know, a lot of us wore Tap Out clothes, uh, and, and a lot of people back in the day had no idea, you know, how you, some friends, uh, you know, just took all the money, put a bunch of T-shirts in the van, dude, and went for it. <laughs> yeah, we were dumb enough not to know any better that we were – we weren't uh, uh, T-shirt guys, but we had a good idea. You know, my my best friend uh, and partner Charles um, came up with this idea. He had his license plate was Tap Out, and and he was training in a garage with some guys. He was training with the Gracies after the first UFCs in the early '90s, mid '90s, um, and he put Tap Out on his license plate. And then we started, we became friends and started training together, and um, wanted to come up with, uh, you know, at the time, the only thing you could wear in the early, in the mid nineties was to, to show you were uh, a fan of the UFC and fighting, which wasn't even mixed martial arts. Then what's called no holds barred was a Gracie t-shirt. It had a triangle and it said Gracie jujitsu. Well, we wanted to come up with something that you could put on that can show you were into the sport, 
of fight, you know, the, 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 the competition of the fighting. Um, and, and tap out was on his license plate. So he had a guy come up with the logo and he was, Charles was really into the kind of comic book afterward life of, and Batman was his favorite. So he made the, the tap out word, made it one word and made it look like the bat symbol. Um, we started putting them on shirts, man. We were selling them. We were almost getting arrested at, at venues, yeah. selling t-shirts, getting kicked out, renting, you know, renting a piece of, of dirt uh, in a parking lot on people had to pass us. We were setting up booths there, man. It was just a struggle, but it was all for the love of the sport of fighting to sell our, our, our apparel. And it, and we grew with the sport and, and with UFC and when the UFC blew up and went crazy, we were right there with them. We, we put all our eggs in that basket yeah. and uh, we had our TV show and, and it just led to so many great things and, and, and being able to buy these cars. I mean, I've got, I got a stack of cash right here. I just took out of the safe this morning. <laughs> I'm going to pick up another car today. What'd you um, buy, man? What'd you buy? Uh, another wagon. (laughs) (laughs) What what kind? What kind? A 55, uh, four door patina wagon. Um, but, but man, it just, it's the the clothing thing. And it's crazy that, you know, it's, it's been a a while since I I stepped away from it, uh, sold it to a, a guy out of Canada, but he's based in New York and he's grown, uh, his company. It was, it was an umbrella company and we were the first company he bought. Um, and I just actually had a call with them this morning about trying to kind of come back in and bring it back to life and, and, and get it, get its roots growing again. So, um, we're good, man. It's, it's, uh, it, it's allowed me to get to this point and, and have good conversation with guys like you and, 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 uh, start this exhaust company and, and now kind of go with that. Yeah, man. Well, that exhaust company is where I was going to lead in this, in this next break. So uh, I'll tell you what, let's get this break out of the way. He, you know, he's used the word entrepreneur. He's expressed about his family and how hard work just kind of runs in it. Uh, workaholic would be a name that a lot of people would associate with Scrape. Uh, but I tell you, man, how they dug into the exhaust world, how they really went after the performance world and said, you know what? We can make it better. We can make it sound cooler. <laughs> man, they attacked it. And man, you are seeing some amazing results. So we'll get into it next to the Black Widow Exhaust Company. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. And we're back after the break. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We have Scrape. Go find it. Black Widow Exhaust. It's all presented by our friends at CarParts.com. Easiest way to get cars Parts just drop right to your back door, front door, garage door. It doesn't matter. Uh, and the best thing is you're ordering the parts, not some guy behind the counter who doesn't have a clue. <laughs> I'm not hating. I'm truthing. The best thing, Willie, is getting half off your parts. Yeah. I mean, they have amazing, amazing prices. You guys got to check them out. Price compare. You will get it, man. Uh, no doubt. And, you know, it's, it's funny because taking a guy that's crazy about cars who loves hot rods, performance, driving, you know, there's a certain thing, a certain feeling. It could be that little tickle you get in your gut or the last you get when you're doing a burnout or donut or, you know, ripping out of wherever, you know, and, and you're putting down 500, 700, 800, 1,000 plus horsepower. Something about that, man. I always say burnouts are like flowers for men. And uh, and really, the Scrape, he, he took that passion and turned it into, well, another evolution of his career. Uh, Scrape, tell us how you came up with I don't know, the whole concept idea, what plugged you into the exhaust world. How did Black Widow come about? 
So I was, uh, we talked about tap out a little bit, you know, and I was, um, my, my best friend that I, that we started tap out with was killed by a drunk driver in 2009. So obviously my heart kind of fell out of it. I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. You know, we, we, uh, ended up selling the company a year or two later. Um, and I was stayed on, uh, with the new owners. I had a five-year deal, whatever. Um, but we moved, we shut, we had 140 employees at one point out in here in California. But then when we sold it, we were kind of going to a licensing kind of format. Well, anyways, we shut down the whole, that whole, uh, facility and went to a licensing deal and, and moved it all to New York. Well, I was going to New York and California once a month, maybe, and working from home. So I had a lot of time on my hands at home. And I, and I, I had, uh, had that Nova wagon, uh, that I was making a, a race car full, uh, pro touring, you know, it's got an LS with a six speed and all that stuff. So I was building <laughs> it Fun stuff. Yeah, man. So, uh, I was kind of building it for the, the ultimate, the, the, the Optima series, the ultimate, uh, streetcar series. Um, so I, I took it to, to Vegas. It was in a turbo. I had a turbo on it at, the, at that time. I took it to SEMA. It was in Turbonetics booth. Um, and I went to Optima that year and I ended up meeting, uh, uh, my partner who actually, came up with the idea for black widow um he he had, he had uh designed the muffler but really hadn't done anything with it yet so i was in the phase this is 2015 i was 14 i was right at the the cusp of you know i was the five-year deal with with the new partners with top out was coming up am i gonna am i gonna opt for another five or am i gonna cash out kind of deal and this was like mid 14 and and we just started we were going to events racing me and bill my partner and i was like man this could be something big, right? Because, and I, and, and when I finally jumped in and said, cool, let's go, let's, you know, we're going to trademarks. We're going to patent the internal design for, for the muffler and, and, and all that stuff. And I started telling people I'm going to do, I, I have an exhaust company we're launching and people were like, Oh man, it's hard. It's going to be hard. There's Magnaflow, there's Flowmaster. Yeah. There's, I remember you uh, saying that. Yeah. Or so, right. So, so all these big names and people are like, man, good. Kind of like, good luck, you know, thumbs up, you know, you're going to fail. But to us, car we were car guys, right? We're all car guys. And to us, Flowmaster and Magnaflow are kind of the two that, that everyone kind of knows. And we've all had Flowmasters on our cars. We've all had Magnaflow on our stuff. So, um, But there had been nothing new and cool and different and badass in the market in 25 years, right? I mean, they've, all, they've been around for 30 years or something like that, Flowmaster and Magnaflow. So we wanted to and, – and the internal design of the muffler we have – um, come to find out after we, we started putting them on cars and testing and all that stuff, our muffler, the internal design that we have got rid of that cab noise, the internal drone or resonation oh, yeah. that some of the other ones are notorious for, right? It just, the way sound flows in a muffler and, and, and expands ours muffler, our muffler got rid of that along with having its own kind of distinct sound. Sound is real subjective, right? You could love ours, hate anyone else's, vice versa, whatever. But the thing that people liked was our sound was a little bit different, unique, but that drone. Well, that's universal. Everybody hates the drone, right? So if you got right. no drone, right. you automatically got like everybody, listen up. Let me check it out, right? I'm interested. So now you just got to hook them with... That sound that you got, and it sounds pretty awesome, man. Oh man, I love their sound. It's throat. My Barracuda's that has that on it. It it, it <laughs> sounds a lot, just a lot more open. You can hear, 
you know, the cam as it's as it's, you know, hitting the lick. It's just, man, it is it's a little louder, a little more open. Uh, it's just a, a bigger cavity it's resonating from. Well, right, you got a right. whole series too. So depending on right, what kind of sound you want, how loud. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say, man, run us through the the names of these these different uh, pipes. So man. you can't. We're audio. You, you know, we, we can see each other, but the people listening can't. You can't tell that. I mean, my hands kind of crooked right now. I got a mullet going. You know, I'm not. I'm in a sweatshirt. I'm not in a suit. You know, we're not in a in a big time office. But I say that to say this. Our muffler line is named differently. So because the Black Widow name came from the internal design that we have, the patent we have is shaped like an hourglass, like a Black Widow marking. So hence Black Widow exhaust. So the name of the muffler is kind of, you know, 250 Venom, Race Venom, you know, Widowmaker. So then we came, so we have, we realized that, you know, with mufflers, the the bigger the muffler, typically the quieter it's going to be and the smaller the muffler, the louder it's going to be. Well, we had this little tiny muffler we were coming out with. It's not even people don't even really think it's a muffler, but it is. It's 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 a five inch round body and it's six inches long. Well, it's in the Widowmaker series. So there's a Widowmaker 10, same thing, five inches round, but it's 10 inches long. And the six inch one, we were coming up to name it, and we came up with the name neighbor hater. <laughs> so so we like, we're not wearing suits and ties. We don't have to worry about all that. So let's call it the neighbor hater. Bro, I'm telling you, it's the most popular muffler. We, we, I can't keep them in stock. I got four manufacturers, and we're selling a couple thousand of them a month. We can't keep them in stock. It's insane. So then we have our race venom series, which is it's it's a it's a typical you know nine by nine muffler, but you know it's four inches tall, but it's nine inches long. We were coming out with a six inch version of it. Again, the six inches long, so it's louder. We call it the angry housewife. <laughs> nothing against women or whatever you know but it's just we wanted something that when you say angry housewife it's like oh she's loud you know oh yeah oh yeah, yeah you man. get it that's all you gotta say that's the one i got man hey she's mad at you for spending way too much time in the garage you know exactly hey, I, we, we get it i made a banner with a woman with curlers and she's got a spatula and a pan <laughs> and she's ah, mouth open yelling that's a banner we made so um, but but we have the mufflers that are quieter also we have the 18 inch mufflers we have the 14 inch mufflers but we are marketing everything is more toward the a little bit on the crazier side, the burnouts, the donuts, the loud. That was just the marketing we use just to get in people's faces, kind of like we did with tap and the tap out days. The marketing was crazy and loud and the hair and the thing, you know what I mean? So it's all a marketing thing, but you have to have a good product to back it up, which we Fact, do. Dude. Everything's full stainless made in the USA. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's, we have a good product. It sounds good to me. And, and, and at least, you know, but, uh, that's the way we do it. Oh man, it's a it, dude. It sounds fantastic. It allows you to hear that drive train, hear that. You know, for me, I got it on a five hundred cubic inch big block. You know, it's and you get to hear that some bitch rumble just It uh, it really wakes it up. That's something people love too, because you know, people put, oh, I got a uh, what's the old uh, 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 a camel hump. I got my camel hump heads and my little yeah, double hump. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah camel hump heads. Right? Oh, so- <laughs> All cam it accentuates it because our muffler is a straight through design it picks up and accentuates that cam low so it makes it sound like you got a big cam in there well you got a lot of great audio clips on your website too so if people want to go in and actually kind of listen to the different mufflers on different vehicles you can go in there and see what it'll be like maybe on your ride uh which is 
really cool and inspiring before you actually make that purchase. So cool to get on there and listen to some of those uh, sweet noises. We post a lot of sound clips, man. We got, I mean, we, we, we're selling a sound, right? So uh, we post, uh, we have a lot of sound clips on our, on our, uh, on our website, but Facebook, Instagram, and, and YouTube, man, there's thousands and thousands of clips. If you don't find the car that you're looking for, you look harder because you'll find it. We, <laughs> it's out there. Well, obviously, you've done really well, man. Uh, the last, obviously, we didn't have SEMA last year, but the the one SEMA I went to, the last one we had, it was insane because everybody in the Optima Challenge, you look, man, they're all running Black Widow exhaust. They're all running your stuff, yeah. man. So you definitely are making a splash in the performance side of things. And I know there's drivers, there's car enthusiasts, there's race guys, there's weekend warriors. We all appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of it's word of mouth, you know, we, with – with growing a company now, social media is a big thing, but, but that's uh, a lot of our growth has been through guys like that racing in the Optima series, guys putting them on their cars and running stickers. I mean, stickers is a big thing, especially us, you know, being here in California, back to the tab out thing, stickers, man, we stickered everything. We put stickers everywhere we could. And that helps, you know, with the exhaust now too, with Black Widow exhaust, put people putting stickers on their car. Someone, they start, they're up at a car show, they start the car up to leave and and people were like you know it catches their eye like man their ear what is that and they got a sticker on the back of the car so uh a lot of word of mouth man so uh it it's i love i love i love i love when people place an order online and they say where'd you hear it and it says a friend or a car show kind of thing so uh this that word of mouth growing it yeah really what uh do you remember what series you got on your car the big block i got whatever that loud one was bro <laughs> <laughs> Uh, neighbor hater. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, it is a dude. It is a bad, bad, badass sounding car. It sounds like no other cars, uh, that I have. It's, it's just, it is a really, really throaty. I, I, and I will give him credit. Uh, he's, he, you know, he's created a, a, a muffler that you'd slap on your car. That's, that's loud. I, I, you know, I got a badass, you know, just nasty 500 cubic inch big block and a nitrous eating barracuda that weighs, you know, 3,100 pounds. You know, out here at altitude in Colorado, the thing ripped for a streetcar. Uh, for me, that car has got to be loud, um, but loud with a with a hint as to the performance behind it. And his exhaust really accentuates that, uh, brings out the good notes on the camshaft. And, and man, that mid, uh, the high RPM, dude, it starts getting throaty. and keeps those throaty tones. It doesn't get that cackle stuff on the high end. It's it's sweet, man. I loud, love it. loud, but you can have a conversation in the car if you're just cruising yeah. with the person next to you. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. What, that, that's the good part. Then you jump on it and you can, you know, hurt people's eardrums or whatever next year, but, when you're cruising down the road and you get into that, you know, 2000 to 2500 RPM, 1800, and it doesn't kill your eardrums, that's that's what we're looking for. Right, right. And that's true, man. I'm not sure how you're uh, how you're getting that or are able to keep that, but you're right, man. You could, you know, carry on a conversation inside the car, but man, outside, dude, it, it's ripping, man. The tones, the notes, and uh, just the way it feels. And, 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 you know, you listen to it, you can hear what that engine's doing. Yeah, I built my wife. I just just did her a '67 Nova uh, with a kind of mild LS in it, just a two door, no post, a, a real uh, uh, SS car. And she was in it cruising down the freeway with with uh, with our son, and I was in the in the purple '55 with my with uh, our daughter, and we're just cruising along. And I got next to her, and I downshifted, to, I think third maybe, and flew by her. We got home, and she was like, "My eardrum hurts." <laughs> 
like, really? And she goes, I swear to God, my eardrum hurts. But but in the car, yeah, it's loud, but it's not crazy inside the car. But she's like, I swear, I think my eardrum's bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, Black Widow Exhaust. Where do people find out more details and, and, and a little bit about you guys? Because you guys, I'm telling you, man, their customer service, unlike any, you know, I, I learned a lot about car companies during the pandemic. Um, I, I don't know that there was more than one or two companies that I didn't call and I waited on hold for like, you know, 50 minutes, an hour and a half. Oh, man. You know, all, all the while, your call is all very important them. to us. <laughs> Next available agent will be there. You know, Scape doesn't, he doesn't treat his people like that, man. Like, they are always available. They're always there. Um, they're out there at the track, at the car shows, at the car meets. They, they are absolutely living that life. Yeah, I mean, I was, at, I was out at Vegas this past weekend for the NHRA event, the Four Wide. I'll be. I just bought a place in Idaho uh, a couple months ago. I'll be out there next week um, for the nostalgia drags out there at Firebird. Uh, my house is actually. Nice. Come on now, you can't see, but I got a Firebird sweat. Yeah, uh, it's a great track, by the way. Um, so I'll be out there. Uh, I got a friend that races a nostalgia car, so I'll be out there for that. I'm taking my my two door fifty five all original fifty five two door two ten handyman wagon and make it it'll, it'll be in the nines here shortly out there firebird so Ooh. uh with a little turbo the lsx 454 but it's gonna get it's gonna get worked a little bit and put a little supercharger on it um so uh, but, yeah, but man. how many cars you got total how many cars you got in to how many I don't like, know, man. If you add them up bro how many you got it's, i got cars here i got cars in idaho i got cars in the warehouse i probably that's what i'm talking about nine or ten maybe no, you got more than that. <laughs> <laughs> that he can remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. All right. Um, well, look, how do people find you more about, you know, Black Widow? Give us the social routes that people uh, lock into what you're doing. So blackwidowexhaust.com uh, is our website. You can order direct off our website. You can find a, a, a dealer locator on there. Uh, and then at blackwidowexhaust.com on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, all that. There you go, man. Hey, some of your funnest, fondest, coolest memories of, you know, your car side of things. I know you got them with the UFC. I know you have them, you know, with different friends that you, you hang out with. Coolest car memory or thing you've done in a car um, that, you know, that still sticks out as one of your funnest times. Uh, it goes, this will go back to the tap out days. We were filming our tap out TV show and, uh, jumped in the Ford, the Ford GT, the 06, I think, Ford GT, uh, with my partner Charles in a Lambo out in San Luis Obispo, some back roads. We came up over a ridge, dead straight for miles, man. And, and about 180 later, uh, I was passing him on the other side of the road. And, and you know, it was all, it was all blocked off and we were filming and whatnot. But, but, uh, that, that's one I'll, I'll never forget. That, that was a great one. Yeah, man. That's a great car, dude. That's a yeah. great car. Uh, all right, man. Well, look, it's always a pleasure to have you, man. We thank you, and uh, it's just great, man. I'm happy to see everything you're doing on Instagram, everything you're doing in your personal life, uh, the kid life, the car life. It's all great, man. It's great to have you. Hey, SEMA this year is back on, so I'll, I'll see you boys there. It's gonna be, it's gonna be nice. Oh hell yeah, 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 man. You better be ready. We'll be there. Cannot wait. All right, well, look, don't forget about TV show airing on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Also available on demand, which is a great way to find us. Thanks for our guest, my man, Scrape. Uh, also, Kevin Bird, I am Willie B., our producer, Scoop, and executive producer, Bob Ecker.
Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com. Share your thoughts with us on social. We're everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. Now, this Two Guys Garage podcast is copyright 2021, Britain Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. Cool deal right there, man. He says 9 out of 10. He's probably got 30. <laughs> <laughs> I sold a couple. I got, I, I, it's probably like 12 or something now. I all of them running? Nah, like three or four not. I'm, I'm building a couple. Some are torn down, you know, but most of them. Yeah, I know that drill. I don't have I don't have <laughs> the big horsepower like you. I, my, you know, I just got mild stuff. <laughs> mild stuff. You got fun stuff, cuz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Hey, much love, man. We appreciate you. Escape. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right, Bird. Take care. We'll see you on the next Two Guys Garage podcast. Two Guys Garage podcast is produced by Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.